Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Life Point. I hope your day is going wonderful. Mine is. I'm enjoying it to the fullest. It's been a very busy week, and and of course, uh, our, my show usually our is pre-recorded. In fact, it's always pre-recorded, but sometimes it's several weeks in advance to come up. Sometimes it's just really close. This one is uh, you'll hear this two weeks after I recorded it, and so you're going to hear it on the 25th. And today's uh, the. Uh, 11th, I believe, no, the 12th, I believe. And so if I talk sometimes, I try to talk in whether something's happened or whether it's going to happen. Like, for instance, Boise State football. Now Boise State, as I speak, is 0-2. But the time you hear this, they'll be they'll have two more games under the belt. We'll see what happens. But I'm talking about today about the comfort, comforting others. And I'm thinking of Boise State football because we have had that first two games are so lousy and there's so much talk going on. And we have one of our players that goes to our church and he's been disappointed because he hasn't got into the game yet because he hasn't even been dressed down because of an injury he had and they haven't freed him of the injury, which He's 100% according to the doctors, everybody else, but hopefully by the time you get this, he have already played and maybe even heard his name. So that would be interesting. But, you know, I remember uh, I took over a team years ago when I coached, a team of girls in basketball, and I've shared most of my sports stories with you, but they were very depressive bunch. They had only, I think, won one game the year before. They were either one and nine or two and eight in their league, and uh and I had the team before that was undefeated uh, the year uh, the the year before, and so they told me right out of the bat in practice, Coach, we're not nearly as good as your last year's team. Don't don't we're horrible. You know they had such a horrible self image image, and so you know I had to do some comforting and some building up, and and a long story short, as you've heard many times, is. That team went on to uh, go undefeated and play for the championship and lost by four points in overtime. I mean, it was an amazing year. Those girls' lives and mental lives changed dramatically. They started building confidence in themselves. But they need people. People need people to comfort them and to help them in their struggles because we all have struggles. I've had struggles. You've had struggles. We all have struggles. Well, let me have a word of prayer before we dive in. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for your love. Thanks for your comfort in our lives. Lord, thanks for comforting me in in several times of disappointment and loss. Lord, I pray that you'd continue to bring comfort to the lives of those listening today. May we follow you. May we serve you. May we be about your business. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, 2 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul says in chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us and comforts us in all tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort that which we ourselves are comforted by God. You see? So God brings us comfort and expects us to comfort others. I've read this. I've shared some things out of this book. I haven't shared anything out of yet. It's kind of a leader's heart. It's a little devotional by John Maxwell, who is a great speaker on leadership. And I love that because we all need to be leaders. Whether you're in your household, whether you're in your neighborhood, whether you're in your church, your business, you need to be a leader. You need to step up to the plate. 
Be somebody that can be counted on by the Lord to make a difference in someone's life. I am so thankful for people that comfort uh, comfort us. You know, when my little boy died 32 years ago, you know, it was the, the whole church brought comfort to us. They put their arms around us and just walked us through a terrible time in my wife and I's life. And I'm so thankful that we have people like that. And we try to bring comfort to others' lives when when something tragic happens to them or something just even that's they need comforting on. Some people have lost jobs, suddenly got fired, and, and they're just distraught. They didn't know what to do. They need loved. They need the comfort that Paul speaks of here, that the comfort of God that can help encourage them. We need to be encouragers. I hope this program is an encourager to you. I want to be an encourager to all listeners. See, God promises to come for us in troubles. Then he asks us to share that comfort with others. We are to empower others with the power of God. Leaders need to empower others and offer some gifts and offer things that they can help people with. What are some things we deal with? Well, we'll call these the eight A's. Eight A's. A apostrophe S. First is accountability. We need to help others keep their commitments to God. There are so many people out there that are struggling with their commitments to God. And we need to be able to stand firm on the promises of God and allow God to do mighty things in our life and to help them be accountable. I was sharing with somebody recently who had gone through a lot of struggles about being accountable and, and doing the things that they need to be doing to grow in their lives. And, you know, so I think even in our family circle, we need to hold our kids accountable. Nowadays, kids run amok. They do what they want to do, and they tell the parents what they're doing, and the parents don't want to hurt their feelings, so they just allow them to do it. And so they fall deeply into a pattern that is leading them down a downhill spiral. It's time to stand up and have some accountability. Then the second A is affirmation. Affirmation. Speak words of support and encouragement. There's nothing better than to hear people speak words of encouragement. My wife and I were fortunate a few weeks ago as they celebrated our 35th anniversary at the church. We're in the middle of our 36th year right now, and they chose this time, and they it was the most incredible, wonderful event they had down at the Riverside Hotel, and and people got up and shared, and we, they had some videos of people sharing about us. It was kind of embarrassing, kind of humbling, but yet, you know, they were affirming Denise and I's ministry, and it felt so good. It was so encouraging, and I so appreciated my staff and the people that put that on and brought people in from out of town, people that I had no idea were coming. And it was just a spectacular time in our lives. I'm very thankful for that. But every one of us need affirmation. Every single one of us, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at. Then we need the third A, which is assessment. Evaluate others' progress, offering objective perspective. See, sometimes people don't want to hear a true perspective. They just think that everything's going wonderful in their lives, and they just want to keep it going that way. We're The truth be known, all of us can grow and learn. We need to seek perspective. Ask questions. How can I be more effective? How can I be more effective on the radio? How can I be more effective in the world? 
What tools can I use? One thing I like about the actor, Kirk Cameron, he is very big in teaching people how to share Jesus, very big in evangelism, but he does something to teach people, to show them the importance of being a living witness in a world to win people to Jesus. I so appreciate his stance for God. And then the fourth A is advice. The off, people offer words of wise counsel and direction. I've had people in my life for years and years that have gave me great advice. I have a great pastor friend in Washington that gives me advice from time to time. My, my best friend, when he was alive, Mel, would give me wonderful advice in leading the church. And he had so much experience, and church did really well, and he— he helped us so much. And there's other people in your church, even today, that can really help you. Do you surround yourself with people that will help you or people that are always going to be your rah-rah person? Yes, like I said earlier, we need people to speak, support, encouragement. You need those, but you also need somebody to give you an honest opinion. Have you ever said to somebody, well, what do you think? How do I look today? And my wife has said that to me a number of times. Oh, you look great, honey. And she just like... No, tell me really, does this dress look all right? And what are you going to say, you know? She wants an honest opinion. She said, tell me the truth. Okay, honey, that dress is maybe not the best on you. Or, honey, that is the most spectacular dress I've ever seen. But whatever it is, honesty enough and integrity enough and uh, valuable enough to be able to share truth. And then the next A is admonishment. And this, and this one needs a little caution, because when you rebuke or correct somebody, you have to do it in the right way. The Bible says, be gentle when you lead someone back. Be gentle when you're correcting someone. A lot of people are harsh. A lot of people, even a lot of churches, they have these harsh uh, rules, and, and they become real harsh with people and staying, being gentle, encouraging them in their admonishment. Sometimes we need admonishment. Sometimes we need words of caution. Sometimes we need words of correction because we've done wrong. We've said something wrong. And then the next A is assets. You know, people give tangible resources to help people reach their goals. We need to give resources. You know, we have a lot of drives, a lot of food drives around. In fact, we're going to be doing one of the church the first two weeks in November uh, for the rescue mission. Just collecting uh, food to give them to help them during the Thanksgiving time is doing things that will help someone else. Some of you have some phenomenal assets. Some of you listening today probably could help a number of people with situational things. And that's where you ask God, God, what would you have me do? How can I help comfort someone by giving them something? We recently, not recently, but last year and a half ago, we had someone lost a, a husband, a young, not that old of a person, and it was very sad, and I had someone give me come and give me $5,000 that they wanted to donate to that person's funeral expense. I mean, that was unbelievable. That was a tremendous, tremendous uh, gift, a tangible resource that could help somebody else. And they had it. It didn't hurt them. They had it, and they were better for it. And then acceptance. They provide, you know, we, we should be providing unconditional love regardless of who people are. Love people. Love them. We might not agree with them. We might not even really care for them a whole bunch, but we need to accept them, love them, forgive them. And the last one, I have to hurry through this. Sorry, I'm running out of time, is application. Help others find places where they can practice the things they learn. Practice committing 
comfort to one another. Practice loving each other. What are some things you can do? There's a lot of things in our life that we can do if we'll just do it. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.